You are now tuned in to the Two Dope Podcast. If you enjoy the show, like, comment, share, and subscribe, as well as follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Two Dicks on a Pod and Facebook at Two Dope. Don't forget to visit our website, Two Dicks on a Pod.com. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Dope Podcast. Hello. How you doing? Good. Excellent. I got something for you. Lay it on me. All right. What's the difference between a pregnant lady and a light bulb? What's that? You can't unscrew a pregnant woman. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving that for quite a while. That's okay. Not the best one you've said. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> but I thought it was kind of funny. It was all right. So how's your week been? It's been eventful. How was yours? Oh, it's been all right. Work sucks. People suck. That's life. Everything sucks. Yeah, that's life. This whole pandemic BS is... Sucks. Shitty. That's life. (laughs) (laughs) I think really I'm just... uh, I'm tired of... Being tired. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> really, I think what it is is I'm uh, like, you know, everyone wants the country to be open, you know, and it's like, it's almost like it's divided right down the middle. Mm-hmm. And you have people who can't wait to, to get back to work or be able to go out and stuff. And then you have people who think it's happening too early. And so my work, uh, we opened up. And I just feel like everyone who works there or who comes in there is just so fucking ungrateful for us being open. Like, there's nothing that you can do that that pleases any of these assholes. That's pretty standard. You'll never be able to please anybody. I'm just tired of them. I feel that. Yeah. I'm not even around them, and I'm already tired of them. Yeah. It's because I bring that stress and frustration back home. It's not fair for you. Well, I mean, (laughs) I guess it kind of is because you allow me to stay home, so. I guess. I don't, I I deal with stress, but it's not the same type, so. Yeah. It's like in the retail world, there's no happy medium when it comes to this whole pandemic thing. And and we've never been through one of these. Right. You know, and so we don't really know what we should or shouldn't be doing. We have guidelines, but. We're still trying to put things into practice and everything is trial and error. Well, yeah, of course, because even this pandemic is so different from what the people who specialize in that stuff or made careers out of trying to find medicine and stuff like that for these pandemics that this is completely different than what any of them have even been prepared for. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it's frustrating dealing with people of the public and dealing with associates and whether they're you know still afraid of this stupid virus or you know they're like me who you know almost unfazed if you will like I'm not panicked about it right and I don't know it's just frustrating at work to have people come in there and be upset because we've set guidelines that they think are too high um and they're very conspiracious about the whole thing Mm -hmm. and they're upset because we're open but we have certain things shut down 
Right. We don't have, you know, abundance of registers because we can't have people that close to each other. And we are only allowed to have 25% occupancy in our building. And, you know, that stuff is frustrating to customers. And then they're upset that they're in there and certain, you know, accommodies aren't available to them. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, at least we're open. Right. If you don't like it, fucking leave. Yeah, I've got a simple solution for that. I didn't ask you that. to come here. That's true. I've got a simple solution to solve all of this. Open up the economy. Let places open up full capacity. If you don't like it, you're not comfortable with it, don't go. Right. Like, that's your freedom. Right. If you think it's open too early, then don't just go. don't go out. Fuck you. Stay home. Whatever. And then for the people who do go out, like, be grateful that we are open because we weren't for six weeks. And, like, my company is not an essential place for people to shop. That's all extra stuff that you don't really need. It's it's apparel and, right. and, I all, have, and all that stuff that's not a necessity. I have seen a lot of people complain about, like, people buying food or whatever from their work, like restaurants or whatever. If people did not buy from you... You would not have a job right now. You would be like the other millions of people who are unemployed. Right. Be grateful. Yeah. Dude, these people that work for me too, like being so ungrateful that they're at 40 hours. You right. know, like our our store hours have been augmented. So everyone's schedule has been slightly shifted in some degree, whether they're working different hours Your or their days basically- off have changed. but. Get the fuck over it. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to quit this place and go work for another retail mogul that can't even offer you full time and you don't even get a set schedule. Right. Your store has cut down half of the hours of being open and everybody's getting 40 hours. Right. Mind you, they were so considerate of the employees during this time of paying them. Yeah. We're not laying off anybody. And sure, some people have quit and we've already let go of some people, but, you know, that that has nothing to do with, you know, finances and laying people off because we can't pay people. Like, that had to do with some people are just crying ass babies and they, (laughs) and so they leave and then some people come in and they don't, they still don't fucking perform. So that's, uh, we don't have time to be fucking around with people who who don't want to work. Right. Like, we got shit to do. Today has been kind of a harsh reality i would say for me anyway because we went to the mall today and i thought i was going to be able to go into these stores and find a white dress that i've been looking for and i can't find anywhere which is preposterous to me (laughs) right the most basic of articles of women clothing right a white dress just plain white can find it it can be a baby doll style loose fit i don't want nothing fancy i want to tie dye a white dress how hard is it to find that i've actually found two that I could buy a men's like double X or triple X and it can be long enough for me for a dress. So I'm considering that. But anyway, today was a harsh reality for me walking into our mall, which is normally pretty booming. It's not no Orlando mall or anything like that. Right, right. It's not like the Florida mall or yeah. like. But it's it's pretty busy usually. Right. And most of the stores were shut down. Yeah. No, nothing was open and you wonder how many of the places because a lot of them are newer that just got into those spots right before this pandemic right. or are um, small business small from small business owners how many of them do you think are really going to be able to reopen oh they're not going to survive exactly like 
people need to be grateful. Right. There's so many people still out of jobs. Right. The only way that those businesses would survive is if the, the whoever owns the mall or whatever company owns the mall allowed those businesses to stay in those spots rent-free during the closing. Because if they still had to pay for their space mm-hmm. or they had to back pay for their space, like there's no way that those companies would survive. Too bad they can't go back to the hole, write a note saying, I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> This would be the perfect rule if that were the case. You know, back to people and just stupid people. At my work, uh, (laughs) someone actually had to call the non-emergency number. For police? Yeah. Uh Because some some dumb lady was shopping in the store for an hour with her little baby kid. Like, not baby, like a toddler. Mm -hmm. Probably like four or five. But left her two other kids in the car. For an hour. I am mind blown. It is hot as balls outside. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I Okay, that is very ridiculous. I even am to the point where I think this is ridiculous. I was in Walmart the other day where I found the that the man's shirt would fit me as a dress. And this lady was probably halfway down the aisle away from her child who was sitting in the little... The cart part where the kids' legs hang out. You know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully this is all making sense. But having the kids sitting there, the child is sitting there, yes, but she's all the way at the end of the aisle with me in the area that I was at. The child was just sitting there. I'm like, are you not afraid somebody's going to try to take your kid? Right. How could people be so stupid? Even with Cecilia, if I'm putting her in the car or whatever, or I'm putting something in the car and she's right there in the stroller, I have my foot on the stroller where I can feel if somebody's messing with it. Mm-hmm. I do not trust people. All right. Yeah. You know, 30 years ago, it would be a different conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in different times now. You can't just be fucking off like that and leaving your kids behind and shit like that or leaving them in cars and but, stuff. like. So let me ask you real quick before we before you go on. Um, when you were a kid, did your parents ever leave you in the car when they went into the store? No. I don't think my dad even let me until I was an adult. Oh, really? My parents would let us stay in the car. But But that was a different time, though. I also grew up in a different state than you. Right. I grew up in Michigan, halfway between Detroit and between, not between, between Detroit and Chicago. So in general, like the area that we lived in was great. Yes. But you can't let that dictate how you do things because you live in a great neighborhood, but the whole city is trash. Right. Well, and like for me, when we when we were allowed to stay in the car or whatever, Mm -hmm. It was only for short periods of time, like, my dad was running in, and it was, like, at the grocery store and just needed a couple things and didn't want us trailing him so he could do it faster or whatever. Right. Like, if it was long hauls, yeah, we'd be in there, but, like, that lady left her kids in that car for an hour. That's right. And I think the car was on, but, like, one of the small kids was sitting in the front seat at the driver's seat. Kids are smart. Like, smart it, it would be think. just that easy for that kid to be like, fuck this, and put that shit in reverse and oh, get yeah. out there and cause a huge accident. Well, you see so many kids taking their parents' cars at such a young, young age, like that little, right. and police pulling them over. Yeah, so and it was like a truck, too, so like, I would have did some shit if they would have decided to take off. My goodness. Or if they put it in reverse and didn't know what the hell they were doing and backed into another business that's right there. I'm going to be completely honest. I hope people like that get their children taken away from them. It's plain stupid. Yeah. But maybe I'm overly protective. I don't know. I see completely. I'm an extremist on my child needs to be right here by me holding my hand. I just don't trust people. 
like right. the black market and all that stuff. Yeah. And the whole economic collapse well, or right. the, the pandemic, you know, it's causing such a shortage on money and all these different things. How do you know somebody isn't afraid to grab your kid, you know, worrying about this coronavirus, take your kid and sell them to be sex trafficking or mm-hmm. sell their organs on the black market. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You have to think like that at all times. Yeah, because we live in different times now. Like, I think some of that is a little extreme, you know, to think that that stuff is, like, commonplace. But it happens. But it's possible. And it's sure. and you're, no matter where you live, you're not out of the realm of possibility and of I that think, happening to I you. I think the main thing, especially for us, is we're a tourist trap. People from other countries, other states, whatever, come here. And we've got so many international airports. Orlando International Airport's an hour and a half up the road. That's right. so easy for people to take your kid and leave. Right. Well, I don't know if it's that easy to just jump on a plane with someone else's kid. But, like, I think what it would be is that since we are an international area where a lot of people come here and travel because it's touristy, that it would be really easy to snatch up somebody who's not from here. And it would take a while before that person who went missing, mm-hmm. like their story gets out there because they're not even from here. Right. You know, and so if they're visiting, especially if they're visiting by themselves mm-hmm. or whatever, it's going to be a minute before wherever they came from, if it was across the pond in Europe somewhere, that they're going to hear that, that person's missing because that person's on vacation. They're not expecting that person to be back. It right. could be a week before they even know. And by then that person's dead. It's like an average. If you don't find somebody in 72 hours, you can pretty much chop that person up to being dead. Right. Because, it, you know, that's the what they say. The harsh reality of yeah, it. That's if you, what if you, happens. If you can't find somebody who's gone missing after 72 hours, more times than not, that person is already dead. Yeah. That's my worst fear is losing Cecilia. So I am i don't mind looking like that crazy parent. Right. Because, I mean, I th- I've had close calls with people just being weird. I don't know whether their intentions were good or not, but I was – Wise enough at a young age to know that bad people use those lines. I've had somebody one time, This I was, man, like six, seven, eight years old, come up behind me. I'm standing outside. My mom was pumping gas and saying that he had a dog and wanted to know if I could come see the dog. And he was trying to lead me away from my mom. And my mom mm. was like, hold up. I'm coming with you. And they didn't seem too happy about that. But it could have been a... Friendly gesture, you know, little kids liking dogs, but you don't know. That's weird, though, to ask somebody if they want to come see your dog, though. Right. I guess creepy. (laughs) It is. And then I also had, I was, the house I grew up in, there was a bridge, like a small little bridge over troubled waters. (laughs) (laughs) Over by this weird pond thing. I was riding this electric scooter that my dad got for me and. We had a few for when friends would come over that we could ride them down the sidewalks and stuff. That was before you couldn't ride stuff on the sidewalks, including bicycles. Before that was stopped. You know what I'm you saying? You can't ride stuff on the sidewalks? No. You can't even ride bicycles on the sidewalk. If police see you, they can stop you and ticket you. Oh, really? That's why they have the bike lanes now. I always rode on the sidewalk. Yeah, well. I thought the bike lanes were optional and not mandatory. I'm pretty sure it's a mandatory thing. I'd rather w- ride wrong. on the sidewalk than in the yeah. road. I agree, especially with these people texting and driving. No, thank you. Yeah. I never abided by any of that. I always stayed on the sidewalk. Right. Well, anyway, and people I had... in Cocoa Beach, they are on the sidewalk all the time. Right. Maybe it's a Michigan law. Maybe it's just what we were told by people. I don't really know. I don't live there. Haven't lived there forever. But some guy was riding a really nice car and he 
asked me if I've seen a dog somewhere around there. And yeah, so I was like, ah, vroom. I like yeah, went off. That was a body snatcher. <laughs> yeah. And then there was this. That guy was going to sell you on the market. This was all when I lived at this exact one house, too, that a lot of people knew about. Because it was right by a busy road and everything. But one of my friends, she had a guy who um, sexually assaulted her. And before her mom passed away, there were charges on this guy. So it, it was a legitimate thing that happened. And she was in town because she had to move because her mom passed away and she didn't have any family in the town that I lived in. And she... Her and I were walking through where uh, now a bank is to go to the gas station. <laughs> and we seen that guy and she told me she was so scared. The guy was riding on his motorcycle trying to follow us and everything. So we took off running back home, told my dad. <laughs> my dad came out with a big old axe handle ready to just clobber somebody. Wow. But stuff like that's so scary. I mean, I know it's compared to the situations that don't happen. Of course, it doesn't happen mm -hmm. more than it does happen mm -hmm. but it still well, does happen so and th and this kind of goes back to my like standing on on gun laws mm -hmm. and why i think everyone needs to carry a gun oh, yeah. because when you make it so hard for people to obtain and carry guns like bad all you're doing still get them. yeah bad people are gonna commit crimes and and obtain illegal things <laughs> regardless because like look at drugs drugs is a huge issue well, like hard drugs specifically, and that's illegal, and people still obtain that. You think if you made guns illegal, people aren't going to still get them? I, I don't know the statistics on this, and I probably should look it up because I use this as a valid argument all the time, but people that commit crimes like shootings and stuff, 99% of the time, I don't know if that's the statistics, but majority of the time, they're obtained illegally. They oh, yeah. shouldn't even be having almost them. always either either they the gun that they've used is not theirs it's not licensed mm -hmm. in their name or they don't or have or it's a stolen weapon mm -hmm. or it's an un uh, unlicensed or unmarked weapon that are unregistered that they've obtained illegally like yeah. those you, people aren't going into your nearest gun store and applying for a gun and waiting the three days because they don't have a, a carry and conceal license or even if they do and then taking guns and going and shooting up the next school like that that doesn't happen people who obtain that stuff or go through the necessary steps to obtain things and legally carry items are not the people shooting these places up can you imagine really um some robber who's planning on shooting and killing somebody and be like hold up wait i don't have this gun legally maybe i shouldn't commit this crime yet yeah. no they don't think like that no they don't care. Don't. That stuff doesn't matter to them. If they're going to commit a crime doing, obtaining their weapons and doing the crime in the most legal way possible before they commit the illegal crime that they're about to is not what they think about. That's not how that shit works. Right. Do you think gun violence has gone down now that these whole stay-at-home orders have been in place, like as a nation, as well, a whole? They say that, that uh, criminal activity on that plane has gone down. But domestic violence yes. and domestic abuse and mm -hmm. child abuse has gone up. Yes, I've seen that, and I that breaks my heart so much. Uh, I to any standard of abuse breaks my heart, but especially these children who have no way of getting out from any of that. Right. Because in adults, yes, it's hard for people to walk away from that. I'm not denying that whatsoever. But it's a lot easier than a little child whose parents are physically, mentally, physically, I already said physically, sexually abusing them 
that it's harder for them to get away. Right. It is so sad. Yeah, and I feel bad, too, for, like, the kids who are, like, struggling to stay nourished and be right. eating because, like, now that schools are closed in most areas. and like, those, those kids, kids rely on those free lunches. Yeah, yeah, and so now they're not getting all the meals because... Mm-hmm. You know, those meals aren't always readily available to them. And then if they're, if those kids are with parents who unfortunately lost their jobs too during this, like, that's a rough time. Right. It's so Rough sad. time to be alive for those people. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, people are ridiculous right now, though. You remember back in the day, I don't know if, if this was ever a case for you, but I remember at a time where we didn't have to lock our doors or anything like that. Like, that was never a fear for us. We could go outside and do whatever we wanted. Well, let's back up to earlier where I said I was. I grew up halfway oh, yeah, between true. Detroit yeah. and Chicago, so yeah, I don't know. remember those times. I'm in a good area. <laughs> I remember, too, when, I, uh, when my dad was in the military, and we lived on base. Like, we didn't worry about anything. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be worried like, about a single thing. We ran around all the time, went to parks and stuff. My dad just get out of here kind of thing and we would do whatever we wanted there was no fear at that time because we lived on base housing and like the worst fear was staying at home and driving your dad crazy yeah yeah no i could see that if i lived on a base i i wouldn't be worried i probably would sleep with my doors open yeah like i don't ever recall like as a kid especially living on base where we had to worry about that stuff and we could just go and do whatever we wanted be gone for hours doing whatever dad didn't have to worry about us because we didn't have to worry about body snatchers and people picking us up off the street and stuff and whatnot, but right. times are different. That's true. And, like, for a long time, I always said, you know, there's always been bad shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's never been not the case. There's always been evil in the world. Yeah. Just now it's more publicized because that kind of information is readily available to anybody with, with social media and the internet in general. And I'm not saying that back then was as bad as it is now i just think it wasn't as publicized so people didn't worry about it as much and Mm -hmm. now that you can get your news immediately the second something happens you can know about it it just makes what's going on now worse more worse than it than it needs to be right i fully agree with that i i personally believe that times are a lot worse than what they were and i think stems back to the media because these people who are psychotic and are so fascinated with these evil things, they see this and they want to pattern themselves after. And they're like, oh, yeah. oh let me do this because they got away with this. Or I yeah, feel like it's, it's so easy. Yeah, theory. I feel like they see like, oh, this person got caught doing this. So let me try it this way without. Right. Because like, like back in the day, like Jack the Ripper, which was one of the most notorious Jack serial the killers. Ripper. <laughs> I don't know if that's. No, I just. <laughs> Sounds more serious. I don't even know if it was, yeah. Anyway, uh, does it, it sounds, I don't think it sounds any more serious. It sounds more crazy than anything <laughs> or more made up. More demented. I'm one of them sick people. <laughs> it sounds like a really dark anime character. You uh, talk about anime, you Dragon Ball Z lover. But, um. <laughs> He's a, but. <laughs> Where was I going with that? Jack the butthole ripper. But like, yeah, so the copycat theory where uh, there was multiple instances of Jack the Ripper-esque style of murderings, mm-hmm. uh, serial killings that happened in different areas of the world. And so it was like 
those were copycat killers. Yeah, definitely. just doing what he did as that as that news broke. Mm-hmm. Like over the years, though, it was not like immediate. Now it's like someone shoots up a school and they tell you exactly how they did it, and the the next copycat killer can be like, well. That's how he did it, and it's laid out exactly how it happened. So those people can be like, well, this is how I would change that. And then they go and do the same thing. I think a lot of it stems from mental health. Like, people are mentally off. That I think mental health should be one of the main focuses. That instead of, like, free universal health care, I don't think that we're in the place as a nation to be able to do that because we're way overly populated for that. Right. But – to find, I, I have no solution for it, and I'm sure this is probably why nobody's really ran on a campaign or anything for that, but running about trying to really help the mental health of people. Right. Well, I think the biggest thing with that, too, is that uh, without identifying it, right. like without having a It's a, a non-tangible of, thing. Right. So. Like without having the means of being able to uh, readily identify it accurately, it's like it's hard deal yeah, with it because everybody's case is different you know people can seem like they're perfectly fine up front and then behind closed doors Yeah, because some people are really good at hiding it like right. i think everyone deals with with mental issues and and depression or anything of that nature to mm-hmm. some capacity right it's just some of us are better at dealing with it than others mm-hmm. and then some people do have uh, a chemical imbalance where they you know they can't help but yes. feel that way. That's why I I don't agree that there's one form of depression like a lot of people do. I believe there's two forms. One that is the type you can snap yourself out of. And one is the chemical imbalance in your brain. Right. That's personal. Because that's a disease at yes. that point. And then anything else is more just a state of mind. Yep. And some people can deal with it better than others. And I think uh, with that, you know, some, those kinds of people who can't deal with it, they do need help because they don't have the mental capacity mm-hmm. to handle that kind of stress mental stress right but like how do you how do you diagnose that that's the problem yeah it's one of them things because it's non-tangible you can't physically see it or feel it or hold it so what what evidence do you go off of and and seeing a psychiatrist or a psych is is so looked down upon that's why a lot of people and like it's embarrassing for some people Mm -hmm. and people don't want to do that because it's not it's not looked at as a normal thing for people to do not only that too but people can't afford it either right like, I think if people could openly go and see uh, a psychiatrist without feeling like they were going to be ridiculed for it, mm-hmm. if, or if it was more commonplace, like, you know how people go and they have annual checkups with their doctors, you get physicals and shit like that. If having your mental health physically checked by a psychiatrist mm-hmm. was more commonplace, I think that that, that would open up doors yeah. for having a better understanding on the human psyche and understanding people's minds if it was more commonplace for people to go do that. Right. I think people need to just look at it more of just having a friend with an unbiased opinion listen to you. Right. Because I think that's what a lot of people are worried of, being judged or just repercussions of going and talking to somebody. No, you, I, I believe everybody needs that non-biased opinion, that friend who will just listen to you. Yeah, even if it's not a friend, like if it's a professional well, that you that's, go That's what I'm see, saying, to know. think of it as like a friend there to help you out. Just get it off of your chest. All right. I think that's, yeah, that's another thing too, is people are so worried about showing their emotions mm-hmm. and letting out what they hold in or, you know, not being, or being afraid to share what's on their mind yeah. with other people and they just bottle it up. And, and for some people that works, like... 
I'm an introvert and I don't always share all of my emotions, but I still deal with them. Could you let it explode? <laughs> <laughs> but I can still deal with them though. Right. Like I don't go and, and have, you know, mental breakdowns and decide I'm going to go shoot a place up because I can't handle with the way I'm feeling about things. Mm-hmm. You know, or I don't sit here and beat you because I can't handle the or way that, that I can. Or do you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're looking at me so serious like you're actually gonna beat me <laughs> you talk like that i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> gotta have another black eye to match the first one. <laughs> oh man no it, it does need to be the norm I, I forgot how it's exactly said but just it needs to be the, the norm what was wrong with saying it like no that? i feel like there's some other way to describe it something describe what just make it normal <laughs> <laughs> There's there's a phrase or a word, but I just can't think of it. Uh, you ever hear that joke about the uh, um, the waitress with the black eye? Tell me. <laughs> so, what do you do when you see a waitress with the black eye? I don't know. You order slowly because she obviously doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you see a waitress with two black eyes? What? Say your order twice because she's probably not going to hear it the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we need to bring dad joke number two back. (laughs) That'd be Uh, good. Those are bad. Those are awful. Yeah. Do you know what's awful, though? I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Here we are getting ready to go into hurricane season, although there is a storm brewing in the Atlantic, right? Right. Yeah. Every single time a hurricane season happens, something drastic happens that we have to, like, fork out a ton of money on. Right. Dude, like, every time. First, I don't don't remember the first year you and I were together. I don't think there was actually anything really. For for Matthew? No, that was the year after. I I don't remember five years ago. The first hurricane season, there was nothing that happened. Okay, so. Like, the only thing that happened during first hurricane season was you got pregnant, and we had. That was bad enough. We had, like, arguably the best surf ever. That's true. In the state of Florida. I guess we can. Or the whole East Coast, I think. I guess we can go to say that financially, that was the roughest year. (laughs) Having a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we didn't have a kid. You got pregnant, and we had to start planning for a kid. Yeah, that was financially the hardest thing ever. Although we did do good, though. Yeah, I think we did. We did pretty good. We put back a ton of money. Yeah. Like, how much did we end up putting back? After paying different things because of stupidity, we had about ten grand. We yeah. say that in. Yeah, we put back. I think it was five over, to six months. Over ten grand, we put back. Yeah, in five to six months, and then we had more than that, but we had to pay some money on different things. Yeah. So I think we had like twelve grand that we had at one yeah. point in time. Well, because we were putting back all of our checks, basically. Yeah, we were living minimalistically yeah. as as best as possible. Yeah. Then Hurricane Matthew, the PT Cruiser, the transmission or something went out. Yeah. The other problem, too, with Hurricane Matthew was uh, living in a, an apartment on the island and having to evacuate was an issue, too. That's true, because... We lived so close to the river. Yeah. And they said that it could be like. Well, what? they were projecting these crazy storm surges. And it was like, well. Uh, and then we didn't know how old the windows were if they were hurricane proof either. Right. Yeah. We had no storm shutters. I'm like. Mm. Yeah. It seems sketchy. I only wanted to evacuate just for the sake of our child. If it if she wasn't in the picture, I 
probably wouldn't even have gone yeah, anywhere. she was, what, not even a year old at that time? No, she she was only and a she few slept months. through the whole damn thing, <laughs> like completely, <laughs> completely unfazed. That's and true. no, I can't hear your throat in the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear that at all. You sound. only hear it because your headphones and that and those like internal noises are amplified in your headphone, but you don't hear that in the microphone. I'm gonna laugh if we do. Like every time you talk about like the swallowing thing, you don't hear that either. That's in your head. It's all in my head. I think about it over and over You'd have again. to be like this, like throat. Throat is on the microphone. I need to hear it. Can you hear that? Yeah, I could hear that. Anyway, after Hurricane Matthew, what was the next hurricane that was? We had something. Uh, I believe we had car issues again with a Mazda or something like that. Or Then the next hurricane season, which was last hurricane season, our well went dry. That was money to four. The well didn't go dry. It was that we had a we had a crack in the line or something, and so all that sand was getting in there. Well, they also said that the well was going dry. How can your well go dry? I, I don't know. Well, the way that they were talking. It's not like we have an actual well. It's a pipe that goes beneath the ground where the water runs underneath the surface. Well, that was over $2,000 Yeah. to fix a stupid pipe. Yeah, so what happened this time now that we're entering into... <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't as big of an issue as we thought. But yesterday, I went out to the garage to, what did I do? Probably getting some water, recycling something that I took out of the trash because my OCD. (laughs) But I seen there was a big old puddle of water on the floor. It was leaking from underneath the washer. So I'm like, oh boy, here we're going to have to buy a new washer, which wouldn't have been the worst case scenario. I wouldn't mind a new washer. Mm -hmm. But it was the furnace, not the furnace. The, help me out, AC unit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the the air splitter system. Yeah. That was just, man, I thought we were going to have to replace the whole thing. You looked up that part online. It was said a thousand. Well, for the whole, to to replace the entire unit would be a thousand dollars. Right. That's just for the unit. That doesn't include labor and having someone install Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So then that probably would have been close to two grand if that were the case. Probably. Yeah, because who knows what extra duct work would have to go. Because that thing is sitting on top of a, box. looks like what someone made. Oh yeah, a it, wood box. It is, and that might not that might not be a usable or viable option. Might not be up to code. Well, I'm sure it's not. It looks <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> it passed. I've three never years seen. About the I've house. never seen that before. So. Yeah, neither have I. Anyway. I don't even know where I one was in the other. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. It was in the closet because that one leaked over in Merritt Island and got all in my uncle's closet and ruined all my clothes. Yeah. But, yeah, that could have been a very, very expensive fix. But, thankfully, because me posting on social media trying to find, you know, the right AC mechanic. Is that what you call him? I guess. Yeah. Anyway, it ended up only costing... Really, $20. My dad gave them $30. All they had to do was just blow out the line. They had to dig up the line underneath the ground. Yeah. Which we probably would never What was wrong with the line? It was, was just it clogged. Cracked? Because, clogged? yeah, because it was underneath the dirt. Yeah. So that was the issue. Is that not where it's supposed to be? I don't know. Oh. I don't, I don't know. I called it a furnace a minute ago, so you don't really expect me to know that, do you? <laughs> Well, I mean, I think the furnace is attached to those units. That's why they're called an air splitter. Huh. Because it, it's a system that splits your AC unit 
mm-hmm. and the air coming being compressed from your AC unit and then running through the, all the uh, duct work. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sound like an old person, but and then comes out the register because that's what we called it in Wisconsin because that was what my grandma called it because she's old. But um, but and no. then that's where the furnace is. So that when you flip on the heat, that splits it. So we have a furnace. So that's well, that yeah, is we've turned the heat on before. How are you gonna turn the heat on without a furnace? Tell me we just how, have an electric one. Tell me how weird that sounds. We live a little bit further south than mid Florida and we've had to turn the heat on. Isn't I mean, that we so didn't strange? have to turn the heat on, you just wanted it on. I, I I think you could get through an entire year without turning heat on. Probably. I'm just one of the rare braids. I'm an old lady at heart. I am cold when it's eighty degrees or colder. Is that old lady? Yeah, my grandma does that. She wears, like, winter jackets in 80-degree weather. That's weird. I would feel like that would be o- opposite because she lives in Michigan where it's cold as crap. No. See, like, my my grandma on my mom's side is from the Philippines where it's hot as hell. <laughs> yeah. And she comes here and she's cold in 80-degree weather because that makes sense because she lives where it's 90-plus all the time. Yeah, my grandma's just always cold. Which is surprising. She's a big woman. Yeah, she's got enough insulation. I thought I had enough insulation too, but it's so weird too. I have noticed that when it's rainy and it's a little chilly, so probably about 80 degrees, my toes get so cold and nothing I do can warm them up. Why? Why am I like this? Bad circulation, poor circulation. That's usually what that means. How do you change that? It just means that you got to up your cardiovascular health oh no no that ain't happening (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're gonna have to start wearing those diabetic socks (laughs) so that you can continue to circulate blood down there i can up my cardio i can get up and go to the fridge a few more times a day (laughs) speaking of which our gym is opening up tomorrow Uh, tomorrow no Monday. Monday. What is today? Today's Saturday. Saturday. You're stuck on your old schedule. It, I am too, so don't yeah. worry. I'm ready for the gym to open. That's exciting for you. Yeah, they won't have childcare. I highly doubt they'll have childcare. No. I can't imagine that they'd be able to run that. There's no way. How can you get... I, I can't speak for other Not kids. Not with current regulations. But how can our kid social distance? She sees a little kid, she's going to run up to them and play with them. Yeah, I, don't, I think that'll be one thing that they won't have going because I just don't, I don't see how that'd be a possibility. No, neither do I. But I guess being able to hit the gym once a week for me is better than nothing. That's true. I'm happy. I was making gains, man. My arms were getting jacked. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be ready to go back. They still haven't posted anything about their rules and regulations, so I don't know. They what's probably going don't on. have the final information yet yeah but it's a good thing because it's a smaller gym it's a small business really right so that's good that they're not shutting their doors they're able to stay open right yeah because that would suck that is hands down the best gym i've ever been to it's not big it's not fancy well i i think i like it because it's not commercial like i just don't really think i like commercial gyms i feel like commercial gyms are all basically about cardio well, that and they're all about memberships and, and trying to sell you things. And none of which is our gym. Yeah. Like you get one membership and if you want to dabble into personal training, then that's up to you and you have to make the necessary movements or steps into doing that and getting a hold of one of the 
personal trainers that lives there or lives there that works there <laughs> but like they're not going to try to sell you at the door memberships and try yeah. to bolster your current membership and all that kind of stuff like that's my problem with commercial gyms like i hate um, contracts like what is that one place what's that la fitness or whatever uh-huh where yeah it's contracts and they try to upsell you on things and you're only uh, only certain t- commodities are available to you based on what level so your membership, membership is yeah. yeah and it's like at our gym it's one level you go there that's your membership that's it and if you want to do a zumba class you just show up right i love that i hate going to places and that even goes for retail now i understand people work off of commission but man just leave me alone be available if i need help be easily accessible mm-hmm. but don't be bothering me let me do my own thing yeah like I feel who, like, wa- who wants to walk into an LA fitness ready to to throw some weight around and have somebody stop you for a minute and try to see where your membership's at and if you want to bolster your membership or if you're interested like, in personal training like no fuck off if I was interested if, in it, I would ask yeah exactly have a sign or something saying we have these available in case you ever want to upgrade okay cool let me go work out yeah like if I'm interested in it I will make you aware I'll, that I'll I'm interested you know. in it all right I'll let you know. don't you ask me let me know I don't want you to be asking me. Yeah, that's exactly Shit's annoying. how I feel. Fuck out of here with that. Bruh. <laughs> anyway, it's getting ridiculous with this whole <laughs> pandemic kidding. thing, and I'm ready for it to be over. I agree. There is something funny that I did see the other day on the internet where people, you know, you have to wear masks at places. <laughs> it says that if you can smell a fart through two layers of clothing, including one of them being jeans, how well do you think that mask is protecting you? <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> Let's end it there. Yeah, especially with people with them stupid cloth masks, which I have to wear at work, but I only wear it because I have to, and I don't believe in it. I don't think it's doing anything for anybody. Have you smelled somebody crop dust through that? No, because all I can smell is my hot fucking breath and <laughs> my recycled air. There are periods where i'm like getting lightheaded because of all this carbon monoxide i have to breathe in because of it maybe you should put like a basil or some some type of plant in there ah shit kids awake all right we gotta get out of here so where can they find you you can find me at bethany akins honick on instagram and you can find me at char the rich man that's all we have for today catch you guys later peace